Welcome to something like that with Nav. Yes, today's episode is going to be a pretty exciting one. It's a very good friend of mine. Haven't seen him in a very long time. But the problem is when I decided to invite him on the show, it took me at least approximately a week or two to decide on how should I introduce him. Well, it's not going to be easy because for the accomplishment he has had, uh, uh, titles that he has received and his contribution to the music industry there seems to be no words for me to do this or rather to introduce him or to bring him on the show so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to straight go straight in it and start calling him sam all right because trust me you'll know why when you listen to this entire podcast uh entire show because he's a he's an awesome individual and he's going to be joining us today on something like that with nav Sam, how are you, man? Samuel J. Hi. Now, very <laughs> long I'm good. time. You, you look good, man. You look really, really good. Hey, thanks. <laughs> After old, all though. these years of not seeing you, finally I see you. You look exactly yeah. the same. What? No plastic surgery, Botox, anything like that? Huh? No, just the makeup. Huh? Makeup, <laughs> but you seriously, whoever your makeup artist is, is doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> How have really you been good. I have been good. Like, I've been good. Uh, it's been a very it's long been time. Long since, you know, I think the last time you interviewed me, Tracks FM, right? Yes, I think that was almost 10 years ago. Yeah. I, oh, man. Ago, I, yeah. I can't believe it because every time I, I have a chat with all the people that I want to have on the show, it's like, hey, when yeah. was the last time you saw? Five years ago. When was the last time you saw? Ten years ago. So it's either that everybody's been too busy or I have been neglecting and getting in touch with people and uh, you know doing some catch-ups. So I think this year, 2020, yeah. I'm going to change all that and start doing all the catch-up I need to do. Uh, even with you, man. Great, man. Talking with you has been a very long time already, man. Yeah. And very and I've noticed in, in the past 10 years, you have uh, evolved into so many great things. I mean, apart from the music, the last time I saw you was during the uh, Prana launch, okay, Prana uh -huh. album launch. And then after that, yeah. we had uh, a couple of shows here and there. And uh, lately, yeah. I've heard that you have opened up a school, a big school. Uh, you yeah. had all that students going aboard and a lot performing worldwide. Man, it's been an exciting <laughs> journey for you huh? for the past, in the, the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just about six years ago, I started Swara Community Art Center with a uh, with few friends of mine, and uh, we started teaching not only sitar but tabla, vocal, dance, and everything else. Um, now we just shifted to another place, okay. and uh, you know, you were talking about my students performing worldwide. Okay, that was actually a viral video which we did uh, this year or last year for Chinese New, uh, Chinese New Year. Yeah. That went very viral. Now, recently, we did for Hathira, even that uh, went on very viral. Now, we are contemplating on doing for Maradeka in nice. a different way, with a different touch. You, you always come up with some new ideas and new feel to your shows, man. <laughs> And that's, that's one thing I like about you, and especially we're coming from a person who said, no, I don't want to do music at a very young age, a person who actually threw his sitar. And now you see 40 years later, it's hey, you. How, how old are you? I mean, how is I that? I mean, 40 years ago, uh, or was it 40 or 30 plus years ago, you said, no, yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You told me that, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So what made you continue all the way? You see, first of all, 
I had no other choice except Fair to enough. take up music as my profession because at that time I couldn't afford for my studies. Uh, when I uh, immediately after my SPM, and uh, there is no other choice except to become a musician. So I just I thought maybe I've been destined to, to become a musician. The moment I stepped into the music horizon, everything started falling in place. And maybe this is what I'm destined to do. Not maybe, yeah. And now it I is. know that this is what. And when you said about how I came up with these ideas, like these videos, the idea was actually mooted by my students. You see, I'm very close with my students. A lot of them think that I'm a very strict master. Yes, I'm strict only at times, not all the time. And <laughs> I got to. I want. I got to see something about that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, now any of my students who is watching this will be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes I'm strict, but otherwise I, I I'm very lenient with my students. I always encourage them. I mean, if you have any idea, just go ahead and do. And uh, I'm not the type who restrict them from doing this, doing that. So they came up with this idea. Why don't we do? Um, video but uh, so i must tell you something now that those uh, those two videos were mm -hmm. actually shot with mobile we used samsung note 5 that's that's brilliant actually that's that's how even, it is these days yeah even the recording was done the audio recording was done uh, with that camera and even the video was done with that camera and every editing everything we just did it for the fun of it, but we never had a thought that it's going to go this viral. So, <laughs> uh, so we thought, okay, Chinese New Year that became viral, but then to our surprise, uh, even Hari Raya became viral. Now we are deciding on um, Merdeka. So, any of these corporates who want to be our sponsors, they are most welcome. That's the key. That is the key. All right. Come on board. You know, if something good out there, just jump yeah. on board, jump on the bandwagon and uh, spread the word out there, man. And uh, speaking of which, earlier, I'm going to go back a little bit. And when you said about students thinking that they're very serious and so on, okay, even the, even when I first uh, decided to have you, uh, when we had this discussion on coming on board the show, uh, a couple yeah. of my friends and people that close contacts were just, were just were shocked in the sense that, dude, you're going to interview Sam. You're going to have a chat uh, with Samuel J. Dasa. They were warning uh, me, trying to tell me that, please tone down, don't do any funny business with him. It's Samuel. He's a very strict person and all. And in my heart, I know you so well. <laughs> Just for the record, like, for everybody's watching down here, Sam may look serious and all, but he has an amazing sense of humor. <laughs> and he's one of the cool cats I know, man. He has an amazing. If you, you could only sit down and just chat with him for ten minutes, like, ten minutes is all yeah. he takes. You trust me, you'd be laughing the entire evening out, man. That's how he is. Uh, it's just that everybody. I think maybe because your music video, you need to smile and laugh a bit more, like you, uh, Sam. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. You see, especially yeah. uh, when I'm performing, I'm so immersed uh, in the music, and I hardly smile. And maybe because of that, you know, the the face look very strict and stern. Maybe everyone yeah, is thinking that I'm a very... And some of them even uh, told me, first I thought you are a very stuck-up person, very, you know, <laughs> like very like Ash Bush oh, character. No way, man. No anymore. way. You know, I said, why do you think that? No, no, no. You look, you seem to portray that kind of image. 
Then I said, I mean, what to do? I'm born like this. Yeah, it's it's, it's just that faith. <laughs> Even for me, man, you know how many people are scared of it, just looking at me here. But then ah. again, it, it happens. But that's the best part of it. It's like that way when you have conversations with people, you you yeah. tend to surprise them, you know. It's like nah. first they would expect something else, but once they start speaking to you, it's like, hey, this is not the person I thought. And then you yeah, enjoy the conversation. Exactly. More. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. So just to clear the airwaves or whoever's watching, remember, feel free to smile at Sam and have a chat with Sam because trust me, he's one of the <laughs> coolest guys I've known and it's really lovely talking to him. And uh, we're going back to your school a little bit down here. It, it's, it looks like some of the videos I've seen that, which is a uh, which has your students in it, and some of the uh, concerts and events, you, it looks like you have a very big class. Yeah, yeah. We have about uh, from 130 to 150 students. All of them and, in sitar uh, only? No, 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 no. We are teaching sitar, tabla, uh, bardanatyam, odyssey, vocal, guitar, uh, yoga. Uh, so many disciplines are being taught here. Wow, that's that's yeah. that's wonderful, man. It's like so many everything to do with the classical uh, classical art is under one roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you see, when we started off uh, Swara Community Arts Center, we had something in my mind. You see, this is not a religious organization or anything like that. Mm. It is actually a community center, uh, also part of uh, community. We are doing a lot of like community service. And it's okay. also part of like a community center. You see, sometimes people will, some people will just walk in. They just want to relax there because they find some peace there. And sometimes when the classes are going on, they will, you know, some people would like to just come and see. So it's also a community. Uh, it's not only for arts. Uh, of course, our main uh, aim is to inculcate uh, arts among the young generation. But uh, at the same time, we are also very concerned about um, the community, you know, bringing the community together. And it's not any race based, you know, any race is welcome. Uh, anyone is welcome. And here we don't see like uh, any status, you know, it's not uh, status bound or anything. Everyone is uh, treated equally here and everyone got equal say here. It's a nice, it's a nice community. The arts communities with no barriers and no boundaries. And another thing yeah. that I find it interesting is there's no age gap because yeah. uh, no age limit or maybe when you want to start it off. Because like, like I said earlier, some of your music videos uh, or show yeah. pieces, you have students who's like I'm looking at the age of let's say 17, 18, or maybe younger, and then you have someone who's about 45 years old in that particular video. So there's no particular age limit for uh, the school, right? There is an uh, age limit. Uh, the minimum is five. Okay, fair enough. The maximum is hundred. Okay, uh, that means uh, can I can, <laughs> can, can, can I still have hope? I like, have a bit of hope. But, but the thing is, learning sita is not an easy task. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. in order for you to master it, it takes years. So, let's say, like, for someone like me who has no idea whatsoever, or any students for that matter, who just want to pick yep. up the, uh, the the sita and start learning, how long does it actually take? Frankly speaking, Navin, uh, not only sitar, any instrument, any instrument, it can even mm. be a guitar, it can even be a piano, it can even be a keyboard or whatsoever. If you don't have the interest and commitment, it is definitely difficult for you. True enough. If you have the interest and the commitment, 
it is just uh, it will just be as easy as anything because i am a very staunch believer you know sometimes people will say no 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 this is god's gift special gift uh, i believe god has given equal amount of gift to all human beings it is True. just that whether you want to proclaim it or not for yourself you uh, see yes. i said i want this i want this and then i worked hard for it and i got it so likewise um, that, that's the way it goes i mean i wouldn't say it is very deep sitar is very difficult no i won't specify uh, one instrument as a, uh, very difficult every instruments i mean you need to put in the effort okay because as far as i'm concerned like when you, when you go back to the history of <laughs> music or maybe especially for people like someone in my field uh, into the uh, mainstream english market or uh, instrumentals and uh, rock and so on is like one of the things that you hear most of the uh, uh, musicians or other guitarists and so on say that you, to pick up a sitar and learn is way much tougher than learning a guitar itself and i don't know i wouldn't agree even guitar is very tough i mean you see some of the pieces some uh maestro's play on guitar is my goodness it's mind blow uh, mind blowing i mean you, you, just one look you will know i mean uh, a lot of effort has gone in so i it is unfair to say sitar is more tough than guitar or any other instruments i think any instrument for the better needs practice Thanks for clearing the air, man. Because all this while I didn't do it and make an effort to try to pick <laughs> it up because I was just a bit paranoid, a bit afraid of doing it. But the students that come comes for because we were talking about the area. I had a conversation with some some of my buddies and we were talking about the involvement in for students who get into this classical uh, art itself, especially the mm-hmm. Indian classical music. In comparison yeah. with the mainstream ones, like you're talking about guitar, piano, and every other instrument yeah. you can think of. the motivation of picking those instrument up and starting the mm-hmm. class what would you do you think it is based on your students are they just doing it as a hobby thing or they've been asked by their parents to just pick a go and take something and do it or is it like they have a plan for the future or what exactly they want to do after attaining this knowledge of uh, classical instruments various reasons is it some students uh, especially like middle aged uh, students they are coming and learning um for the love of it younger students the parents want them uh to pick it, uh, pick up some indian uh, instrument because this is part of our culture okay you know uh, very rarely i find uh, uh, people come here to learn for the glamour of it you see there are people i i've heard so you know one or two students came and told me wow if i can play like you and you know how many chicks i'll be having <laughs> you know those kind of things which is true like, which is true if I'm, that would be my I, number one intention but if i uh, but it's it's true that also the glam factor is there yeah the glamour uh, glamorous side is also there but but then how far can you go with your intention it all depends like uh, you learn really for the sake of uh, preserving the art and culture that is a different story altogether if you learn just for the love of it it's a diff- you see whenever the students come let me explain to you about how uh, i tell my students especially the working class i tell them look you are not learning this sitar to become
Damn. a professional musician. So don't okay. worry, don't need to take time. I might not be uh, that much of time, that much of time. Um, like you see, if you want to be a professional sitar player, you have to spend between five to eight hours a day. You see, the working class people, they might not be able to spend that much of uh, time. So I tell them, I mean, learn at your own pace. You know, you are learning for the fun of it or, you know, to just to relax your mind. So never mind, it's okay. Even, you see, a person who is putting in practice, uh, practice for uh, five, uh, five, six hours would be able to learn within two years or three years. The person who is learning slowly, he might take, uh, I mean, longer time. So, it, I mean, that doesn't matter. I mean, what is your intention of learning? Isn't it? Now, for the kids, for the kids, uh, the minimum age is five. Uh, I mean, I still remember one of the parents came and asked me, how long will it take you to teach for my uh, son to play like you? I said, I can teach everything I know today itself. <laughs> you know, 47 years of experience, I can teach you, I can teach your son today itself. Uh, can he learn? No, can't. Because music takes time, maturity. You know, I mean, I understand the enthusiasm of parents. I mean, they want, you know, most of the parents would want to see their ch child as a child prodigy. But that doesn't always work. I mean, give them the, the space, you know. So I tell these parents, you see, let's say five-year-old kid, they won't be interested in music at all. No, you have to inculcate the interest in them. So what you do is you don't scold them and you don't try to be too strict with them. Give them the time. I mean, and not only that, you see, children love attention and encouragement. So even if they pick and say, wow, you think that, wow, not bad, you play so well. Do you know what kind of encouragement you're giving that child? Yes. So this is, in fact, even today, I was talking to one of my students. He said um, he want to put uh, his son, five year, I mean, six-year-old child, for sitar, I said, can, but he need to get a babysitter. But he said, uh, no, but, uh, you know, very difficult to control him, this and that. I said, why? Uh, he said, uh, no, I don't have the patience. I said, you see, th this is where you make the mistake. You know, you, the learning music should be fun for the child. You see, as it is, they are very stressed up with their studies, this and that. You don't go and add another stress with music. Yeah, it should be more fun. Yeah, so uh, I... I heard one interview of one of the uh, great musicians in India. He's a very good tabla player today. Uh, he's a, one, a great sitar player. <laughs> he said when he was a child, it seems they will give the tabla only for five minutes. He's so excited banging it, you know. Then immediately they will take back the tabla, won't give him. And he'll be crying for the tabla. It seems they'll say, no, not today, tomorrow. You see how they are building the interest in the child. The child is just waiting, you know, to play the tabla next day. So you're not and forcing it onto them. Yeah, you cannot. You, can, you can't force. You see, even I would say my father's way of teaching is very wrong. Uh, of course, I'm today what I am today because of my father. But when I look back at it, at the kind of beatings I you know, you won't believe enough. I'll be carrying my bag and then I'll be crying and walking back home, you know. Because I don't know what is in store. Yeah, that, How many beatings bit... I'm going to get. And all the knuckles, you know, will be swollen. Because Ouch. one mistake you make, you'll get one beating on your knuckles from the bamboo stick, you know, the back scratcher. 
Ouch. So all that is, uh, I do, I don't agree with, and I don't condone to that kind of uh, teaching. In my younger days, I used to lose patience. Yeah, I used to do this to younger students. But over time, when I realized, I mean, later on in my life, I started realizing, hey, this is not the way because as a teacher, what I'm expecting the student is to play like me. No, that can never happen. You, you are who you want. They have a new path altogether. Yeah. Yeah, you know how many years of experience that I have. I can't expect my student to play within, you know, a few months or within one two years, you know, to play exactly like me. So the expectation is there. I mean, in a way, it is good, but rightfully, it is wrong. <laughs> yeah, which is true because the moment you start giving them pressure of uh, being the perfect yeah. one, like you tend to kind of yeah. lose interest. Even in us, so if somebody's going to force you to do something day in day out, end of the day you just don't want to look at it. You don't want to really experience or do that thing they ask you to do, right? Yeah, exactly. But the, the unique part about uh, classical music, like you mentioned earlier, some of it just pick up for a while, let's say, for the uh, reasons of maintaining the heritage and culture. Some of them actually yeah. just do it as a hobby. And uh, some yeah. of them just, yeah, want to try out do some shows. But uh, at this present date, actually, classical music can uh, be taken to another whole new level altogether. Because, like I said, early, in your early years of uh, playing sitar, or being involved in the classical music scene, there were limited options of the things that you can do. Yeah. And the, the avenues, or rather the platforms, are very, very limited. But right now, uh, it's huge. It's really huge yeah. in the sense of modernization of music, uh, infusing yeah. with other genres, coming up with new movie compositions, uh, mm -hmm. jingles, you name it, you have it. So it's basically a good, good option to look as a career, right? Yeah, 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 of course, it is a good option to look at it as a career. Because at that time, uh, during my time, I'm talking about uh, nearly 35 years ago, when I decided to become a musician, I mean, I was looked down upon. They said, musician, how are you going to earn? Well, Even some of my girlfriend's the mother, uh, you know, the, some of girlfriend, my uh, girlfriend's mother uh, didn't want to... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let us even meet. Oh man! You know, like one of the my girl's uh, mother said, "Hey, I expected you to go marry a doctor or an engineer. You are going and getting married to a laborer." <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? You do when they yeah. don't appreciate art. Yeah, that is a. I, I mean, that is Asian mentality. This is very rampant. That. Yeah, very rampant among Asian. Uh, if you ever want to be successful in your life, you have to be either a doctor or an engineer uh, or a lawyer. But the most important thing of all is for Asian parents, you must have EPF Sokso. Ah, and government job. <laughs> ah, government job. That, that yeah, so it's like easy for job. you to get loan. Yeah that, yeah, that was the plan. Your future is really well planned back then. Yeah. But now it's different. But, now. Then, I, yes, but right? the present generation are looking at it uh, very, very differently. I mean, look at the kids nowadays. I mean, uh, a 10 year old kid the, at the present time, and then you compare ourselves uh, at that time, 10 years old. We were like Dumbos, you know, compared to the present. Yeah, we it's like kids. I mean, they know so much, they are exposed so much. I, I mean, they can sit and have a talk to you one to one like an adult. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I mean, the maturity level, the understanding, everything is very different. You know, so um, 
times has changed of course uh, i would say i was one of the pioneer who started indian music uh, i mean in the music field i mean i was one of the first one who started to play uh, i mean to take up this as a profession profession but then later on many uh, but uh, today you can actually survive on music because there is uh, i would say there is a revival and awareness about uh, our indian music because now even in india nowadays if you see uh, not many people are actually following uh, the real tradition you see those days in india in india there is something known as garana garana means school of music which okay. means if you are delhi garana you only play delhi garana you don't play any other garana style if you are punjab garana you only play punjab garana punjab way of uh, playing uh, if you are allahabad garana then you only play ala sorry farukabad garana so they all they, they are so protective about their garana their school only that style they uh, uh, they will play but nowadays you see i mean no i mean of course there are some purists still holding on to that tradition of garana but nowadays if you really see a lot of them are just mix and matching everything because when there are five different schools sometimes certain techniques is very good in this particular school certain techniques are very good in another school so nowadays a lot of musicians even in india all the big names they are also doing uh, uh, like this i mean total amalgamation of different uh, styles Style. of uh, 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 playing per se but it was not it was taboo those days see time changes people you know those days like fusion music when you do fusion music you are looked at as a music, uh, i mean prostitution uh, prostitute musician you <laughs> you, you be thinking your music trade the art <coughs> yeah That's you see pandit ravi shankar pandit ravi shankar when he went to the west and introduced indian music to the west i mean i mean a lot of uh, music critics uh, in india started writing he is prostituting uh, indian music in the west but today things yeah. have changed Yeah, you know, speaking, I mean, it, it thanks to people I, like him, like even even like uh, when you talk about music, like rock genres and so on, from the seventies all yeah. the way to this very day, the infusion of the sitar sound is there. Even the creation of that electric sitar was done because of that particular sitar sound. Yeah, I mean, we can always ask these people, who are these people who created and who uh, taught them? They created themselves, and then people started following. So, how sure are you? He is very pure. <laughs> Yeah, actually even Isn't even it, today, can, you you might start something new and then it yeah. it just evolved through the years yeah and today i'm telling you because uh, they have started uh, having this open mind of playing different styles and different techniques and i tell you sitar playing has really gone to a very very high level and very very high standard you Which know is interesting no very not only interesting uh it has evolved to a very high level i would say you know those days they say oh if you play tantkariang tantkariang means instrumental style you should only play that if you play gayaki ang gayaki means vocal style of playing okay you have to stick to that only why can't you mix and match 
But that, that's happening a lot on the outside of, uh, let's say, outside of Malaysia and <laughs> mainly uh, the countries that actually focuses a lot on the art side. But does that happen here in Malaysia in terms of infusing or rather the styles that you're talking about? Because you being the pioneer, you should know it very well. But uh, other people who's teaching, do they, f do they have the same thought as you do? In Malaysia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As, as I know, yeah, some of them are doing it doing it and uh, i don't find anything wrong even in india a lot of musicians are doing it you see i know some of the great uh, musicians uh, they are actually top class classical uh, musicians they are playing film songs and posting it on uh, youtube and whatnot and making a name you know if you were to say oh, this he's this classical nobody knows but the moment he plays one uh, famous uh, Cinema tune, immediately everybody recognizes him. You see, what is music at the end of the day? I read one of your postings that is very, very interesting. You said music is about what you feel, not yes. what you see or what you hear. That is thumbs up to you. You know, that is re really true. You see, you, uh, okay, let's say I can really play some very hala gula tough piece on the sitar. If I can't touch another soul with that, my music is <laughs> Yeah. Music is supposed to uh, touch another person's heart. You can play a simple music. If that touches another, another person's heart, that is the greatest music, I feel. I yeah, in my it. opinion. Which is interesting. You, you because... know, like in Indian music, there are so many technicalities which is very difficult. Uh, technique of playing or tala calculation, you know, the beats, uh, poly, they will play in a lot of polyphonic rhythms and whatnot. Yeah, you do everything. But does that touch a common person? Because, uh, let me uh, tell you very frankly, how many people uh, going for your concert who is sitting in the concert hall know about the rudiment, I mean, the intricacies of what you're doing? Very Maybe 10%? 20%, yeah, I, I, I know the feeling it. when I was watching you perform. It's like, okay, now yeah. uh, how am I to actually tap my hands? What movements do I do my hands? Because yeah, you have exactly. a group of people who understand and some who don't understand. But it overall, yeah. is the feel you get from the stage, from the sound that comes out. That was more yeah. important to me. Today you are interviewing me after so long. is because that music touched your heart. You don't know the nuances of whatever I did on that day. But it yes. touched your heart. You yes, see? very, so very much. So at the end of the day, uh, my opinion is you can be whatever musician you are. You can be a top-class classical musician or downgrade uh, fusion musician. I mean, that's how they look at them. You can be whatever you are. But if you can't touch another soul, forget it. You have failed. And for your students who's, uh, who's you've been teaching and so on, I know this progression that you have, like, for example, you have to start point A and finish at point B before you do certain things. But yeah. have they come up with some new stuff, something interesting, that uh, things that you haven't come up with or maybe you haven't heard, something new, mm. a, a new creation? Have they done that in your classes? Because mm. usually sometimes uh. there's one student who's just like extra special who does something that, out of the extraordinary, man, out of the norm. Frank, so is there any students who do, frankly who do that? Frankly speaking, frankly speaking, 
I had I have had uh, two three students who irritate me by giving <laughs> me dumb ideas and asking me silly questions. Okay. Uh, like silly questions, like okay, if you uh, so if you put a Vilar Khan and uh, uh, let's say Yani, who will win? I mean, all these silly and stupid questions, you know. <laughs> so they do that. and then oh. they will play some crap thing crap thing and then they will uh, tell me how is this piece uh, i mean i have i i don't know whether they want to in- irritate me okay or they are asking me uh, these questions out of uh, ignorance i've had students like this but so far mm, uh, sometimes they will give me some ideas i will tell yeah yeah i have already done this before because true enough i've done what they are telling me some years back yeah because because why i'm asking you this is sometimes <laughs> you know this about the uh, new uh, the newer generation and the music uh, that that they have been exposed to through the years i mean mm-hmm. as you we know it these days whatever songs that's coming out the instruments or yeah. uh, the music it's it's all uh, how do i put it it's all technology based Yeah, creation is something is way more simplified. The the usage of instruments yeah. is so limited, and at the very mm-hmm. same time, when you have the stronghold, the up the upper hand by knowing how to play an instrument, uh, mm-hmm. and you infuse that with the technology itself, it comes up to something new. So, have these students actually tried that out with your your music or your teaching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them have done. Are you happy Some with it, or you just find it like no, you should not be in such a way? uh sometimes let me tell you when you fuse music you have to i mean one has to be very very careful because when you fuse music you have to know both side of the story you see if you want to be a judge you have to know both side of the story right yes if one knows only indian classical music doesn't know anything about uh, western music how the chord system works how the count of uh, melody works how the harmony works I mean, what kind of fusion he is going to produce? You have to know both sides of the story. I mean, you have to know. Okay, this is the melody. You see, basically, because basically Indian music is melodic based. They are very strong melodic uh, in terms of melody and rhythm. You know, melody and rhythm, uh, because they will play in a lot of like polyphonic rhythms. Whereas Western music is uh, based on harmony. which is not found in indian music okay indian musician they will say orchestra yamma <laughs> orchestra actually it's a not an orchestra because everybody is playing in unison yes they are not playing in harmony unlike the western orchestra so there's a difference between orchestra and orchestra okay so you if you want to fuse music let's say i'm going to do do with western uh, music i have to know how western music works how the harmony works <coughs> if the westerner wants to do call i wants to collaborate with uh, indian uh, music he has to know how the indian music works because indian music they are very very particular because they are uh, indian music is based on scales and modes once this is a scale this is a scale you cannot use any other notes which doesn't belong to that scale oh yeah let's say if it is pentatonic scale 
okay pentatonic okay these are the notes uh, the, there are some clusters of notes there uh, you have to use only these notes you are not supposed to use let's say i use d e and f you cannot use d d sharp okay you know that is already against the scale and i'm putting it in a very simple manner so likewise when you set chords when you set chords you know for uh, musicians i mean for indian musicians you see i've heard uh, musicians will tune the sitar for some minor scale ragas first second and fifth according to western music it will never work first okay. second and fifth i mean it's so awkward first third and fifth forms the i mean uh, harmony chord even you see because i learned a bit of guitar a bit of uh, piano and this and when i tune my sitar first second and fifth i feel like something is like off tune you know oh i see i see uh, but for these people it is okay so when it comes to this and not only that you have to do a lot of compromise you know because certain parts uh, you 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 have to compromise you have to compromise so you have to have very good understanding both sides both sides of the music otherwise that fusion music will turn into confusion <laughs> yeah. i mean one of the best examples uh, of uh, how a good fusion was like i said earlier uh, prana the album prana was like i said till today yeah. is one of my favorite albums it's an you. amazing album i loved every single track on the album and for the person who yeah. borrowed my cd and never returned it back please do return it to me as soon as possible <laughs> you know like every tommy they just want to they don't want to buy it this borrowed from you and they now return it back well that's one of the perfect album for the rest who's listening if you can get a chance to uh, get your hands on it please do uh, do and then you'll understand what i'm talking about because why am i asking my... all this sorry you think now uh, i've uh, done different type of album recently swarajya yes i was about to come to that in a very short while i got to talk about swarajya that is another group okay. that i yep. would love to see that because you know all these questions i was asking you about students and infusing and so on the reason why i asked that is because Mm-hmm. yeah starting at a very young age and knowing or rather participating and getting involved with this classical music of course one of the best ways to do it is to start at a very very young age you mm-hmm. know and one of the best places to do it apart from your school is getting it involved in school activities or rather co-curriculum yeah. like when i was young the only thing they gave me was that white recorder which was super annoying for me i don't know what i learned from that to <laughs> this very day i don't know how uh, did i put that to any use at all no one actually uh, taught me the proper way of doing it so do you think it would be a good idea to actually have this as part of a uh, extra curriculum for schools i mean for parents to choose as an activity for the younger generations because if you, when you start it young it's much nicer for them to make a decision whether they want to continue or really further get involved in it what's your take on that of course it is a must you look at all the brilliant students you know as studies have shown all yeah. these brilliant students they have some background uh, of music or arts they will either be learn to uh, play a piano violin vocal or painting or sculpting some art form these arts actually teaches you discipline which you apply for your academic studies also 
you see our asian mentality is so like uh, i don't know i don't i don't know how to put it it is some of them you know the student will be progressing very well you know then 2 3 years they will be learning then all of a sudden oh spm coming this year i have to stop drop everything i mean i ask them hey <laughs> your son and daughter are studying 24 hours is it <laughs> they'll be studying for 2 hours the other 5 hours they'll be chatting true you know chatting or whatsapping you know some other thing you see the parents fail to understand that that is the time they really need music you know why why because let's say you study for 2 hours your mind is already clocked up you just keep your studies go and practice your music or whatever art let's say painting or another half an hour you completely divert your mind from that the moment you go and sit and start studying your mind is so fresh tell me now they need music i don't know i i don't know a lot of uh, this is again asian mentality <laughs> it's not in the west in the west they really know the importance of uh, music and arts not in asia okay uh they give so much of importance for music and arts because that shapes your life in a different way your understanding or you know you will learn a lot of good values in music because first of all to learn music you need patience am i right yes very true perseverance if you don't have uh, patience perseverance and discipline to sit you know for hours to practice so most of these students will also apply this in their academic studies let me tell you very frankly uh, now to become a lawyer within four and a half years to five years you can become a lawyer to become a doctor within six to seven years you can become a doctor but to be an, become an artist i'm telling you nothing less than 10 to 15 years that's you a can very ask long any you can ask any musicians uh, or any artists you know it is not that easy because once you you have learned how to play music practice music this and that, then your maturity also counts your maturity but, in music yeah but the thing is this <coughs> this issue i don't think so the problem is the i think i don't think so the kids is the problem i don't think so the education system is the problem i think it's more towards the parents i think it's yeah, time goes to educate the parents more than because, the children itself yeah yeah what i'm saying is not for the kids for the parents Yeah. because if everybody is going to become doctor lawyer engineer then who is going to entertain you while you are doing uh, uh doing your job i think it's the paranoia that they let, have let, because let me ask you something can you imagine a world without music oh it is a nightmare it's basically okay. armageddon a lot of people were saying oh the doctors are all the front line front line. yes i do agree they were the front line fighters this and that but for most of the people at home what were they doing who entertained them what were they entertained with sport music movies is 150% so, true yeah we have been frontliners from day one and, and music helps that. a lot and music that definitely helps a lot because 
Like I said earlier, yeah. it's like it's the awareness of the music itself on a daily basis. We hear it so often uh, from morning till night, 24 hours a day, 365 yeah. days a year. But people yeah. take it for granted. The, yeah, work process, the work behind it in order for you to come up with that particular music, uh, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And having people to get involved in it, because I do not know, maybe it's because uh, you, we have leaders or whoever at the top level saying that... Uh, Art is not really a good field, and we are a great profession, and we shouldn't focus yeah. on it. And then it's it shouldn't be taken up as a priority. Maybe that is one yeah. of the reasons why why things are not moving as it's supposed to. Because as a matter of fact, like you said earlier, you have performed you are worldwide. You have been to several countries, and you see the trend, the respect, and how an artist, a musician, gets over there is totally different as opposed to what's over here. Here, the moment you hit about a million likes then we should start talking or else you don't really get those kind of uh, attention per se, right? Yeah, true. Very much yep. true. But, uh, I mean, we have to put, out, uh, put up with it because Asian mentality has not matured yet. You know, because uh, a Asians are still trying, uh, I mean, they still feel they are survivors. <clears throat> somehow or other they have to survive the only way to survive is if uh, is to become a professional in academic studies but it's not true yeah but in this so days... many so there are so many ways you can become successful for instance let me tell you uh, recently that uh, lady pavitra was doing some cooking yes and become a sensation Ask her what uh, education qualification she has, this and that. Yet people liked. People were wowed by her. Isn't it? Yeah, her YouTube presence itself, like, yeah. it became the talk of the nation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she has got no academic qualification. There are 101 ways you can survive in this world. Yeah, it's true. Because the and thing there's is, no such thing as this profession is greater, that profession is greater, this profession is greater. That profession is greater. Oh, and it, uh, the same goes to musicians and dancers also. Even among them, they have this conflict. Oh, my art is greater than your art form. Your art form is greater than my art form. Wrong. Everybody need to. Everybody needs each other. Yeah, it is true, man. And one of the places that proved it was uh, when you bagged that award in 2006 for the World uh, Championship of Performing Arts, yeah. where 60 countries participated. Mm -hmm. It was a, basically an Olympic for performing arts itself. And the amount of people yeah. that showed up for that particular art, it was amazing. And the lineup and people who are involved in that is huge. It's tremendously big. And uh, congratulations yeah. to you, Sam, you and uh, Prakash. Thank you. Congratulations to the yeah. both of you. How many? You sapu everything and came back, I think. For what, 15 <laughs> medals? Seven being gold and seven uh, wool uh, plug or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I uh, can't keep count of that. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it, yeah. it was an amazing thing. Like, that was a yeah. perfect example of how much of art can go, how far art can go as a profession, as something prestigious itself, right? Uh, let me uh, put this in record uh, now. Yeah, myself and Prakash went there and won gold and whatnot. But we uh, we don't really look at it as a big thing. 
frankly speaking what i really look at, uh, at uh, you know uh, things now is the kind of support that people you get from the people when you perform you know when you perform i mean yeah. competition is competition sometimes you can be lucky the other person is not so well so he didn't perform so you are in better health so you won i mean i would say competing winning in competition is frankly nothing you see there will be so many other great stalwarts than you out there who didn't come for the con- competition also so i <laughs> don't really look up to it okay what i look up to now is like uh, the kind of recognition myself and prakash got whenever we perform uh, outside malaysia and even here in malaysia you know like uh, we proved uh, because a lot of people were very much against and it was a taboo you know for indians wow musician you're going to back for food is it <laughs> you know they think like that yeah but we proved to every one of them that they are wrong you know we made it and now uh, we have to and from now we have to groom uh, groom the younger generation uh, to carry on so i mean they don't look at it uh, look at music uh, but of course there are some people they say oh not everybody can be samuel j does not everybody can be uh, prakash kandasamy yeah not everybody can be fine it's okay so what you can work towards uh, you know you don't need to be famous or you don't you don't need to be well known in order for you to make this as your profession isn't it yeah because it like i said earlier it is the art the art itself especially the indian classical art has evolved yeah. so much in so many yeah. ways and the importance of that particular music and the style and the knowledge can be put into so many great things and one of it i hope and pray is that they'll do it for the local tv production <laughs> especially with programs that's going on uh, <laughs> you know i always <laughs> I, believe i always uh-huh. believe Naf, when you don't have uh, nice thing to say, better keep quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, because I'm gonna no raise comments. it up. You're you're the best person I have ever spoken to in terms of uh, the knowledge. I mean, a person who's been in the art form itself and yeah. the programs or contents that has been created through the years. Um, mm-hmm. I always have this question: Is is it important? Is it really, really important to have somebody in the related field to actually be part of the production team itself in terms of producing the these sorts of programs? Because, like, as a TV person who's creating a show, yes, I have a show. This is my target audience. I just want to have entertain people for thirty minutes. But the contents of it, having it, doing it right. Uh, do you think that you need to have more of the uh, people from the arts form, arts field, to be involved in that? you know your question is a terrific question i tell you i'm so sorry to say a lot of producers today all that they know is to have people to dance few people to dance put background music because they are not uh, first of all they are not artists the producers they are paid certain amount of money they are, and there whatever that comes to their mind what they think I mean, look at the quality. Yeah, they produce. You see, if you are a, a producer, first of all, the, the company or the TV station has to really take someone who is qualified in this field. You go and put Dumbo's there, who knows nuts <laughs> about music and arts. What he will he produce? 
and then not only that they will go and you know maybe their relatives or their cousins whoever who can you know do a little bit of uh, performance and entertainment immediately put them and uh, you see this is the reason one of the reasons uh, let me tell you very frankly in malaysia in malaysia especially there are so many talented artists out there but they are not getting chance what these fellows will do is they will go and put cracks on tv and then they will say hey we don't have talent in malaysia nobody is as good so we have to bring in from india yeah you get what is, i mean or not you see this happened in astro for a very very long time and when i started talking about it uh, i was sent from astro i mean uh, i mean kahoots for astro i not really i mean yeah. i'm not self surviving because of i have already made a name before long time before astro so that is the reason you never see me in astro now judging or anything like that which is fair is it yeah so i mean uh, is it you have to face this kind of obstacles but the thing is don't depend on anyone once you are good you don't need any tv station the people out there they know and not only that there are so many other countries will welcome you go there and perform you know make your you don't need to be bound by one particular tv station and then think your whole life is gone no sorry la yeah it's because they have like dominated that. they have dominated the industry pretty much uh, i'm not saying this i'm not criticizing anyone or whatsoever it's because uh, whenever it comes to programs especially when it comes to indian programs or so on whether it's national tv or uh, private stations yeah. they always have the same 10 people performing on stage is the same group over and over again and it's the it's same sometimes yeah sometimes it, it, it you can say it's a cartel being controlled by certain group of people i mean i'm not a politician i'm a musician so i don't want to get involved in all that yeah because it is, it is sad because there's like what you said earlier there's so many so many fantastic talents out there uh, which could have yeah. given the opportunity to actually do it but right now uh, the only way you can ever ever show your showcase your your skills or your art is through a competition yeah. you got to go into the competition and pretty, pretty much beg for votes and then once that happens there's the only time people will ever see you it's <laughs> how it works these Even days that doesn't work even that doesn't work you, you tell me how many uh, uh, guys who want the competition uh, having a good life now as artists yeah it's just only a temporary uh, temporary <laughs> 10 minutes of fame or half an hour of fame that somebody no that is all wayang kulate you know wayang kulate which means uh, it's all shadow play because wow you are doing this one, you will get name in fame the moment that year is uh, gone finish what is going to happen to your career they are not bothered about that they are more interested in okay next day i must do another show and make another champion that's all they are yeah. interested in that's, I mean, that's really funny depend- man huh that's really funny because even even in terms of production like i said i'm not criticizing yeah. anyone whoever is in the creative department but i just hope they be a little more cre- uh, creative because whenever it comes to like uh, Indian music or rather classical. The only time you actually see them, majority of the time, is either Pongal or Deepavali. La, have one segment, fifteen minutes, invite somebody, perform a bit of classical, and that's it done. Then you wait for next year's Pongal and Deepavali again. You want to know the truth? <laughs> yes, please. Indians only exist in Malaysia during Deepavali and Pongal. Yes, yes. When it comes to programming, other, I... <laughs> other than that, I don't know where they are. 
I I can never understand that. I will never understand that in terms of uh, in shows, TV shows, and so on. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not talking about the mainstream commercial music or the other stuff, but especially when the, it comes to the classical side of it, is only during festive season. That's where you see them. One yeah. cultural show. And, uh, that's where you see five minutes. The, the other the other reason they will give is no budget. Yes, uh, do it for but exposure. they have the budget. But they have all the budget to bring down. Uh, artists from India. Yeah, I can never understand. It. I mean, ratings is one thing, but educating or creating awareness and giving. You see, the this is one of the reason. Uh-huh. This is one of the reason they lost lost a lot of uh, local support. Now, yeah. nowadays, you see, they're calling. You know, uh, people are begging them, uh, giving. Oh, we are giving this package. We are giving that package. We are giving. It's too late. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit saturated, or rather, it's a bit monotonous in terms of the programming itself, which is I find it very sad because I know a yeah. lot of uh, local talents, which I uh, do have a chat with them in the, in the Indian market. Yes, yeah. the ones who made it extremely popular, yes, they do get a chance, but the fresh ones will yeah. never actually see it, in uh, as opposed to what happened back in the days when. Uh, radio stations would actually just randomly pick somebody who knows how to play the stuff. Come on board, play your music. Let it be heard, and then from there the popularity kicks in. Uh, I tell you something. The golden period was during my father's time. Although there was only RTM, RTM one and RTM two, almost every day my father had a job in RTM. He will be going for recording or for rehearsals, and you know we had very good platform over RTM. Look at it now. It's really in a pathetic state. If this carries on, if this carries, I tell my uh, my students: once you become a full-time musician, this and go to another country and find, you know, uh, good opportunities. If you can get good opportunities, just stay there. Don't come back because it's very difficult here. You are not getting the support that you need. Do you know how I'm struggling with my Swara Community Art Center? Frankly speaking. We are able to run for our community art center because of some good well wishes, you know, coming and donating money and giving us the money and giving us the encouragement. But other than that, we are not getting any other encouragement from any other source. It's really very pathetic. You know? I mean, how long can you carry on? So I tell any musicians, if you can find anywhere else, go. Don't stay. But if that's that's also a bit scary because if everybody leaves, who's going to actually carry on that that culture? Then speaking of uh, that, that shows of doing things like uh, we spoke earlier, you travel around the world, you've seen shows, and even even one thing that caught my attention when you do a comparison between doing a show, the production itself. I'm not talking about the compo- composition or the music or this whatsoever, but the entire stage shows and the the mm-hmm. feel of it, the presence. You, there is a difference, right? Yeah, of course, there is difference. You the, see, uh, the way uh, I mean, the Westerners—not uh, even only Westerners, you know—even in Korea, Taiwan, they really look up to Indian music. Not only Indian music, they look up to Indian culture also, such as yoga. You know, you go to these places everywhere. You can, there is yoga center, and everybody and. For them to enhance their yoga, they feel that music is like very therapeutic for them. So they go and learn proper music. So the way they look at it is they really value and they know what Indian music is. You know, 
here of of course there is support but it's not as great as uh, what you find abroad i mean here we still need to like uh, i mean it's quite a long way to go yeah because i please for those listening in right now it's not about complaining or bitching about the whole thing but it's a stated fact I, i've done comparisons when looking at the stage show stage production yeah. itself uh like the simplest one is like the best one so far <laughs> as of date because whenever don't get me wrong sm don't get angry with me here because whenever like yeah. even like your shows that you perform and people invite you to come on do do a show on stage the the production itself is just very very uh something that's been been going on for several years how the whole setup is and so on but if you take yeah. for example like the ones you perform at the rainforest music festival you see this whole setup it's different that it gives a different vibe altogether it makes it makes it a little more exciting visually not only for mm-hmm. audio but also visually so mm-hmm. is there possibilities of people that uh, people in the event management or maybe people the sound lights or the production side of it should pay attention to those little details because like you say when you perform an international stage also the setup and how the lights play this audio goes on and the atmosphere that gives you uh, how do i put it the visual satisfaction to go along with the audio satisfaction together to my experience to my experience the flaw is mostly with the sound system mm-hmm. the lights should would be okay because they would have set uh, you know set the lights you know uh, uh, the overing light and the spotlight whatever the you know the colors changing most of the time lights lighting is okay maybe it might affect the dancers because the dancers are very particular you know when which color should come where the spotlight should be but for we uh, musicians uh, performers we don't need that kind of uh, i mean such high tech uh, lighting uh, system we need very good sound system okay so they should really invest on good sound system and good equipments and more than you see you can have all the best sound system in the world but you if you have a screwed up sound engineer everything is gone yeah which is true because why yeah. why i'm saying this is because uh the way of how it's being packaged up and packaged mm-hmm. and even sold to the uh, common people who like i said earlier who doesn't know much about classical but they want to have that experience of the uh, classical music itself when they come up to a show they want to watch a full fledged show just not only just the music itself and one of the examples like for example uh, you take coachella and hans zimmer a person who mm-hmm. just majority most of the time in this music score he performed in coachella everybody was like how is it even possible but he rocked he became the topic of conversation for the coachella for that particular year because it wasn't just the music it wasn't just the sound but also the entire package that was given out the audio visual display that complemented the music itself so that that is the reason why i was hoping maybe i'm not could be wrong in this but that maybe we should step up the game in terms of the production itself not on your yeah. side love on the on the platform i agree with you i agree with you you let me tell you one of my experience when yani came down to malaysia mm-hmm. uh, in uh, early 90s if i'm not mistaken when he came down to malaysia uh that is the first time i bought very expensive uh, ticket 600 ringgit ticket very expensive and, back then yeah very expensive and just in front a few rows after me i saw the sound engineer sitting there do you know how many i saw easily 6 to 8 sound 6 to 8 sound engineers 
six to eight sound engineers for the whole orchestra and sound engineers lighting i don't know where they were sitting uh, i don't know uh, what they were doing. but sound engineers first time in my life I, i actually saw six to eight sound engineers and not only that they have the score sheet in front of them the score sheet of the whole music up after this this uh, this one should go out this one should come down this one should go so at the end of the day when you listen to the uh, what do you call that the uh, performance it sounds exactly like what you hear in the cd that perfect the sound huh? balancing the effects and what not because i mean come on if if you are looking at a score sheet and following and doing sound for the i mean that is like very very advanced i mean what kind of sound engineers you are talking about yeah the ones who actually know the music is exactly if you know your stuff i mean nobody can play the fool with you that is something you're looking to because i'm i'm not criticizing please don't get me wrong i'm not criticizing of the shows that's been going on but i always look forward <laughs> for it like like i said earlier i am still this very date it's been so many years but when i was watching you uh, you performing uh, prakash kandasami uh, jamie was there the late aji was performing on stage the feel you gave was amazing during the prana prana concert itself and of course you know for you know for that we should really thank the sound engineers because the sound engineers can either make us or break us you know if you see a successful show it's because of the sound engineer especially music wise that is the reason nowadays wherever i go i prefer to take my own sound engineer along with me because he knows the whole works of my band you get that, what i mean that, that's one of the important criteria is about having a good show yeah yeah that is and the <laughs> the most important thing. criteria yeah the mo- well, the most important speaking of sounds and concerts and so on right now you have a new lineup swara asia okay i got yeah. i got to check on you this part is it swara asia or is it swarasia which one is it it is actually swara asia okay swara asia swara is notes okay swara means notes or voice sometimes they will even say uh, voice asia means you know what so okay. we wanted to put the old i wanted to put the whole um, name together so we came as swara swara asia ah that's very easy to say swara asia uh, it is Help actually swara asia who's who's in the lineup uh marco the cuban guitarist is a, a mostly he plays uh, fusion uh, i mean fusion and jazz music is a very very highly talented uh, musician there then prakash kandasamy is there your tag team like your partner partner in crime yeah <laughs> always and then we have eliza annan on bass guitar and then we now uh, the new recruit is hadi Okay. uh sorry sorry hadi plays the bass guitar and uh, alaiza annan plays the um, uh, rhythm guitar then hari ram on violin uh then we have santosh who is a multi talented uh, percussionist and also vocalist he plays all okay. kinds of percussion and also vocal then who else how many names did i give 
You gave a lot of names. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out whether I can memorize everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was a good lineup. I was I saw the videos that uh, was going on, and uh, it it is a quite an interesting field to have that that fusion of east and west yep. going on. And I'm always curious about the 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 uh, performances itself. You have a mix of west, east, and west. But how does that uh, resonate with some of your audience who just come on board just to watch the 100% pure classical set? Without uh, nowadays, I would say the audience are very open-minded. They like. I know of a lot of my audience. They are actually connoisseurs of classical music, but they love fusion music too. Okay. It is no more like those days. You know, oh, you play fusion music, which means you are downgraded already. No, it's oh, no okay. more like that. Nowadays, everybody appreciates because, I mean. Uh, I, being a musician myself, I really like jazz, pop music, classical music. I listen to all kinds of music. I don't confine myself to only one genre of music. I mean, I and I also won't call myself as purist. That's that's interesting because it's it's very sensitive whenever you talk to someone from the in the air who's really into the classical arts of it i had my i had troubles many times before when i just asked some question about fusion and so on i got slammed sam i got slammed by others who are 100 into uh, uh the so-called indian classical stuff they said how can you mix fusion and so on but anyway forget mm -hmm. about me let's let's get back to suarez here a lot of projects you performed at the Rainforest Music Festival. You had a couple of acts down here. Your uh, singles are out, a couple of the tracks. Is that an album in the making or is that uh, already done? Uh, no, these singles are all from the, my album uh, Swarajah, which I've okay. been posting recently. Yeah. Yes. One after another. And uh, this particular album, what is it called actually? Swarajah. The, the title of the album is also called yeah, Swarajah. The title of uh, album is Swarajah. And uh, now it has been released uh, by Sony Music. Sony Music. I mean, if you go to YouTube and uh, uh, type Swarajah, the uh, you know the, the in the YouTube you can find the link whereby it's the, the series are sold in Spotify and in a lot of other uh, outlets. Nice. Good. That, that was, I was about to ask you that about Spotify because now these days everybody, <laughs> even getting the CD hard copies, it's pretty much obsolete these days but i would love yeah, to hard copies it's very difficult because nowadays i mean no companies are distributing you know uh, the cds but everything is online so you can actually go to spotify or some other outlets to download i mean download yeah th that's also good because you don't have friends borrowing your cds and not returning it <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in terms yeah. of your projects, 2020 was a pretty exciting year. We had actually slammed the brakes on everybody's plans. Uh, uh -huh. The question is, what what's coming up for Suarezer and for you for this year? I mean, after everything is lifted and back to norm, what what, what are no, the plans? No, we were supposed to we were supposed to have roadshow, mm -hmm. but everything got upset because of this recent uh, disaster, you know, on coronavirus. Yeah. So we are still waiting now because. Everything is being restricted. And uh, it is so difficult for us to get any sponsorship now. Yeah, everybody's uncertain. Really, uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, 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 very uncertain. We don't know. I mean, the classes, I mean, can resume, I mean, uh, now as usual. But the thing, of course, with SOP. But uh, uh, shows-wise, we are still 
thinking when to have the show maybe most probably after july we might have a clearer picture whether we can yeah. have a live concert around september october yeah the problem is now because yeah and another problem is now we are really you know finding it so difficult to get sponsorship to sponsor the show because i mean every business is being hit yeah, by this problem is... so, so we are really sitting and thinking we don't know what next month holds for us yeah because it's so unpredictable is like un- the uncertainty yeah. uncertainty level yeah. is so high is like you don't know whether can i do show can i do uh, not but there's something yeah. in the works which uh, will definitely be talking to you about that also uh, off air mm-hmm. i think there's something that might be happening soon uh, um, okay. might know what it but that will be quite interesting if you guys can get involved in it or start doing that uh, as a yeah. matter of fact it follows sop but i can't really i almost released it i'm not supposed to but i'll tell you later on but anyway <laughs> on the lighter note we spoke about a lot of heavy stuff sam it's like i got to get yeah. back to your lighter side of your side your life how is your carpentry side coming along for the benefit <laughs> of our listeners right now sam is not just a musician okay he has he works wonders with his hands and when it comes to wood and tools So is, are you still into that? Are you still doing that as a hobby? Uh no, it has been a long time since I I think nearly about 6 8 months I've never done any woodwork. I mean I love doing woodwork. But nowadays um I'm spending more time on my practice on my practice uh, on the sitar rather than uh woodwork because uh it's not that I've lost interest. Um sometimes you see woodwork takes a lot of your time. so nowadays i prefer to do like small small projects you know and it's not for commercial purpose or anything it is for my own satisfaction but for someone like you who were like day in you eat music think music mm-hmm. sleep music breathe music what else do you do to blow off some steam i mean it's like the whole day of practicing and all it gets to you right there definitely has to be something that uh, sam does to just ease himself what, what was that uh-huh. what what do you do I love watching documentaries National Geography Discovery Channel and also on conspiracy theories Oh we love <laughs> and that I am an ardent lover of UFO <laughs> Yes yes yeah, especially I'm also a music I mean movie buff I love to watch you know some action packed movies I see that especially if you ever for for those who know Sam if you ever get a chance to have a chat with him about conspiracy theory he is the best person to talk about <laughs> and he can go for hours with this conspiracy yeah. theories is always one of the most fascinating subjects uh, I have with uh, Sam a yeah. lot of great because, things Yes enough because a lot of questions uh, are unanswered and uh, i believe we can't simply believe whatever we see in the mainstream media because it's being used by some parties for their own either political gain or for their commercial gain or whatsoever whatever the agenda is social yeah. media googles if you you on my facebook page you have seen that one particular yeah. video i posted about how things can be skewed even from talking about voting and so on it's amazing mm. man conspiracy theories are always one of the best topics ever so now yeah 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 since you're more chill out right now and uh, you have of course you have your classes going on does your classes go from morning till night or is that only up to like 9 to 5 kind of thingy yeah for the time being i'm teaching on saturdays sundays and wednesdays uh from 9 to 12 okay. in the afternoon 
there are more influx of students now and maybe i might open more days and more time slots to teach but this is online class actually work for uh, classical music or let me instruments learning or things like that whatever you want to call it no, it it's nothing like and uh, nothing like learning uh, from the master directly on one to one basis but since you don't have choice it is like watching uh, a movie in mm-hmm. hd and normal uh, movie with buffering okay that's <laughs> that's how i would define it that that would be annoying right it's like especially when you get angry and you just want to have the opportunity to whack your students you don't even get a chance to do that <laughs> no 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 i don't whack my students i'll be behind bars <laughs> yeah this day is very sensitive huh? the good old days oh, what yeah. happened the good old days when you can actually wall up somebody man i miss yeah. the good old days when the walloping that we got when we were young things uh, like that will never happen again man yeah, they will they will bury you nicely yeah i know you you experienced it when you were young and you were yeah. you were actually a little rebel to be more precise <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, i i don't know the, the longer i chat i don't want to bring out all the stuff that's going on because trust me like i said earlier from the very start of the conversation sam is a very cool guy he's a hilarious guy and i'm just i'm just surprised that i actually went to the serious topics rather than having fun with uh, sam himself and the sam <laughs> since now i know you moved in somewhere closer to my place i'm looking forward to have some lunch dinner or tea with please you come. man please come yes. over to our community at center yes i got to check that out and uh, please uh, for before we wrap things up please let us know uh, where exactly is swara uh, swara as a community center where is this located uh, it's located in uh, section 6 uh, pj okay the premise number is number 2 mm-hmm. you come to section 6 in jalanga singh and uh, you come to section 6 and uh, premise number 2 okay so you can check it out there is also on your facebook yeah. right whoever is yeah, on your yeah, facebook fan page yeah. details of yeah. it is over there and uh, for the yeah. moms and dads and uh, young ones not necessarily young ones the elderly ones who actually want to take part or get yourself some knowledge to attain some new skill you might want to check this out because not only is about music is not only about sitar is also about tabla and a couple of other instruments too at the very same Yeah. prakash is teaching right yeah he's also teaching here okay prakash can this be another great chap another uh, very uh, friendly chap uh, he's over there and also we have bollywood dancing and much much more so it is something that you have to pick up is it don't consider it as a hobby but it's an art that uh, might take you places look at sam man what yeah. are you 40 years 47 years of uh, well, can't be 47 yeah. you're not that old yet uh yeah 47 years Really, yes, serious. Yeah. Yep. Okay, now before I before I let you go, the secret of the dark hair. Don't tell me dye yeah. because it doesn't work dye. You you have maintained that that look all the way. You have must have some sort of secret, Sam. No, no, no. I have white hair, but it's not so much of white hair, but I still dye. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I all coming out, like, all putu putu one by one coming out, really lah. <laughs> But seriously, you 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 maintain your youthfulness. I I'm pretty sure you're a very healthy person. You practice yeah. a very healthy lifestyle. And uh, last question, last question before I go. Yeah. Last question before yeah. wrapping up. Uh, okay, sorry. Let me read this message out. The location. Somebody was kind enough. Vikneshwari was kind enough to uh, uh, give the address. It's Swara C A C two Jalan Six slash twenty section six P G. Thank you so much, Vikneshwari. So mm-hmm. sweet of you of uh, sharing the address. 
last question. Yep. I've seen you perform for hours, sitting down in that very position. Do you yeah. do yoga, or how do you actually work out or maintain your body in order for you to sit that long? No, when you learn any sorts of music and you are practicing for hours, that itself is yoga. Really? Yeah, that is because the sitting position where you cross legs itself is yoga. And but do music you... itself is yoga and it's very very therapeutic. <coughs> of but you course, for physical fit uh, fitness, uh -huh. they do this asanas. That okay. is a different thing altogether. But for peace of mind, of course, music itself is the yoga. But for you, seriously, you don't do any other physical yoga or whatever. Nothing at all. No, nothing. And yet you can sit in that position for hours performing. Yeah, because we are used to it. Wow, that is amazing. Because we have to sit for hours to practice. So after that, it becomes uh, normal. Ah, that is that is amazing. Because if I would sit in that very, very position for at least 10 minutes, they'll need about four guys and a forklift to lift me up after that, man. But no, you have to get used to it. You will eventually get used to it. Oh, cool. Sam, it has been an exciting conversation. I didn't realize it's been one and a half hours of chatting with you. It is always a pleasure talking to you, man. It's always a pleasure. Hey, I've learned so thank you. much. Thank you so much. I've learned Think so of me much. Now. Yes, I always, always thought of you as this. Never had the opportunity to connect like this. It's been yeah. so nice. I've learned a lot. Seriously, I've learned a lot in terms of your experience, your music. Um, how the accomplishments that you've had. And once again, congratulations for all the great stuff. And uh, for Thank those you. who have not checked out any of Sam's stuff yet, uh, if you, you haven't been familiar with his work, head on to YouTube and check out all the great music that's been produced. Also, where you can check out his, uh, his present band, which is Soiree Asia. Amazing track. Check out his performance. One of my favorite was in the... Uh, What's this place? Rainforest Music Festival. It was an exciting one indeed. And Sam, if you ever get a chance to upload something from Prana, please load it up all over again. I've just yeah. missed that music so much. It's one of my all-time favorite uh, from you, man. Please, please do upload do. it. Thank Will you do. so much, Sam. It was nice, so much. nice chatting with you. Remember, check him out on Facebook. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This particular uh, podcast will be up on Spotify in a bit from now. So you do have a great day, yeah?